My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about healing from the stars, even uh, feeling our kind of interstellar identity as humans walking this planet and actually using that connection to not only our source, but uh, but other places other than this world um, to receive healing for our mind, body, and spirit. So I'm talking to Vivian Chauvet today. Uh, she is the owner of Infinite Healing from the Stars, and she's got a fascinating story about how she began following her calling and what she does today to help um, and serve humanity. So um, I think this is going to be a really interesting topic for those who feel a little different out there. We've got our HSPs, we've got our, um, you know, our frequency holders out there, not really sure why they're here. There's a lot of a lot of good reason why you're here. And there's a lot of purpose in that. And, um, and the thing is to to find that identity and live it fully be present with yourself. And I think Vivian has a lot to say about that, plus a lot of other things. So welcome, Vivian. How are you today? Oh, I am very well, Molly. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you're so very welcome. So can you share a little bit about yourself and what you do as the owner of Infinite Healing from the Stars? Absolutely. So I founded the Infinite Healing from the Stars well over 10 years ago. And uh, to respond to the increasing demands uh, for healing, soul guidance, soul coaching, and the rising of consciousness on the planet, and I've been doing this work even before I became the CEO and the owner of my beautiful infinite healing. I've always been doing healing and helping people to get the best out of themselves, take it out of the way sometimes, and to realize that fear are just emotions based on past experiences. So when I started officially uh, the launching of my LLC, I would say, Molly, this has been the beginning of an incredible journey. And over in the last 10 years, I've had the joy, the privilege of working with amazing light workers from all over the world. I mean, places I've never heard from Estonia to Slovenia, Bali, Australia, Tasmania, Germany is, is on the rise right now. Uh, the UK, Canada, it's been absolutely incredible. And so what I do is that I've been listening very carefully to what people need the most, whether you're a practitioner, Reiki master, whether you just awakening for the last few years on your journey, have a calling of the heart to be of service. And a lot of mom, a lot of beautiful mothers out there raising their children and said, how can I improve myself? to help my family, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to empower you because being a mom is number one in this world. And as you rise into your own light, you'll be a beacon of light for your children as well. And eventually your grandchildren, but also people who are 
really following their hearts, like a spark awakening in their heart. So over the time, with practice and wisdom, and of course, other form of training, I develop what's called the Arcturian energy matrix healing, which is very unique to, to me. It's my own modality signature. And basically what we do is looking at the uniqueness of your soul design. Everyone is here by soul design. Everyone is here with a unique blueprint of their expression. And there's no need to have an office and or a podcast or have, you know, a very complicated spiritual business to do the work right yeah you can that's be very true yeah very true you can be at home every day it's more on how we live it's more the quality of how we give the energy why do we invest ourselves where's your emotions the most what are you feeling every day because imagine millions of light workers star seeds practitioners mothers fathers around the globe coming together every day and says, I wake up in the morning, I take a deep breath in my heart and I ask the universe, how can I be of service to you with blessings hold this day? So you're shifting the vibration of how your day starts. So this is part of my practices, plus with my modality signature, the classes, I offer free meditation series online. It's been growing exponentially and i'll tell you what i rejoice the most to observe every day is to watch and listen to people really coming into their own blossoming to a new reality start to understand that there's more to you that this 3d human personality this is no longer about the traits or your stories and what i want to know is what does your heart tell you? What is that spark of light in you? And let's cultivate that. Let's help you blossom into this and watch what happened after that. And let's let's grow and expand together. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. You love that. Oh yeah, it's so important. And and also what I teach because it's it's and I think you made a really great point that there are many of those out there that, you know, they feel the calling. They feel like they're supposed to be doing something. And sometimes it is, it always is, no matter whether you're a spiritual professional or you're out there working in the quote unquote ordinary world with your your spiritual awareness intact it is about our vibration what we're bringing to the space and you benefit first from that and then everybody else gets to benefit from the vibration you send out it's like that ripple effect right because I, I think people talk a lot about the chaos in the world and and how upsetting it's become and yet we have to pay attention and be the lights we wish to see and and i love your your blessing that you mentioned i have one as well it's similar um um, please thank you for making me a channel of of that peace love and wisdom and i think that's a really great point to to point out that we are vessels and channels of that that light and and that takes the pressure off a little bit doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely because it start every day to re refocus your thoughts your mind your energy your heart to that aspect that every day every way i make a difference i always says remember that ultimately they are light workers everywhere even in the banking systems or in hospital or educations at a grocery store i like to watch 
who's around me? Because I look at different generations. Sometimes I see young, youngster, younger people in their early 20s, you know, being a cashier, they're starting their lives. I look at them and I say, I don't see a 17 or 20 year old. I see a star seed that really wants to emerge and take their place and make a significant role and a significant impact. It's just that's the starting point of how they do it. So I always attune myself vibrationally to whom I'm in contact with. And to feel the energy is that what is your energy telling me beyond the story of what I see physically, mm-hmm. you know, of what's more to you. And so I'm starting to attune myself and then they start talking with me. I respond in the same capacity of the language. And then they look at me going, well, that's different. <laughs> You're not used to that. Mm-hmm. So that's making a difference. Imagine in your own household every day, whether you live by yourself or with a partner or even even with a family with children, maybe you're taking care of a parent, is that your energy can shift the environmental energy of, uh, of, the, of your house and others. It's not about that you need to change others. It's to allow yourself to be the change that you wish to embody and let others be inspired by that. And then eventually there will be something for them. It's like um, that drop of water that reshaped the face of an entire mountain over mm-hmm. time, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That that reminds me. Yeah. My, my guide showed me that ripple effect image when I used to live alone most of my adult life. I'm now partnered, which is awesome to find that vibrational match. But when I was solo, I would feel like, well, how can I, you know, I, I feel guided to stay home. I feel guided towards solitude and to do this work and to work with spirit. So how am I serving? And they showed me this image of the vibrations going out even from my apartment, you know, to, to the people next to me or I'm driving in my car, it's going out in traffic. And it's like, do that work and then everything else is served. Um, so I, I love that image also of the the river being carved by that one drop coming down the mountain. That's that's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you, Molly. It is very true because if you simplify what ascension is really about, and we know that ascension it's a shift of consciousness or a shift of awareness from one dimension to higher dimensional experiences. So we have the ability to transcend what we call the mundane third third dimensional reality as we have known it so far. And it's simply that that structure can no longer be sustained. It's because we're cracking that old shell. And Mm. what happened? Let's say, imagine a big mansion built on on the land for, you know, thousands of years. And that shell has started to crumble. You go like, oh my God, this is the end. It's the end of a cycle that was what long overdue. And so we all came back massively at a soul level from everywhere in the multiverse, like contractors saying, oh, I know this mansion is crumbling. We need all expertise from everywhere. So we all came, gather around this mansion that is cracking in our shell. And instead of panicking at it, it's just saying, this is what we've been preparing for because we're preparing the terrain, so to speak, to elevate that vibrational structure that we call fifth dimensional reality. It's simply a reversal of the thought system. But when we are in that phase of reversal, this is why it can feel concerning the change where this is leading to, because we forget. This is why it's important to practice 
practice centeredness, focus on your heart, help, ask your higher self, help you remember. I'm like, oh, that's right. I answered a call because I know I'm here to help to usher that new structures of light. And it's a remembrance. So when you start remembering what you come, what you're here for more, even if it's just to hold the ley lines of the earth and bring the frequencies, you're like the ones holding the land is why everybody else is shipping away that structure. You're playing a vital role. Nothing is in vain at this point. That's the message here. Nothing is no longer in vain. That makes sense. And I love it. Uh, what I heard is where humanity is going, undergoing renovations. <laughs> so yes, it's, it's, it's more, it's more the, of that than, than, a than a breaking apart and a death. I think that's, and, and all death is, is a transition, right? So that makes total sense. And uh, yeah, that's a much more uh, positive view than I think a lot of people have about where things might be going. You know, everyone feels that impending breakdown um, and whether it's next year or in a hundred or a thousand years, but we just feel it because that's, you know, a blink of an eye in, in the universe time, right? Any of those times. So I, I think that's important for you guys out there listening to, to think if you have sort of negative feelings about being here, negative feelings about the earth, or like, what's the point? We're undergoing renovations. You're part of the renovation team. And I love that. That's really cool. <laughs> because so, it's a good image to have. It is. It absolutely is. So, so Vivian, uh, can you share a little bit about your kind of personal journey to doing this work? I know for me, there was this feeling of, of feeling very alien in the world of feeling like it didn't quite fit, but I was here for a mission and a purpose and, um, you know, kind of giving up along the way and, and feeling uh, defeated uh, because it, it felt too big. But then when I finally stepped into the purpose, it felt like, okay, here, here we go. Let's, you know, let's, let's get to business helping others. And then even my personal life started kind of flourishing a lot more. So can you share a little bit about maybe your most difficult time in life, uh, being who you are today and, and how that made you, um, how that strengthened you for the work that you do now? Oh, absolutely, Molly. And I like what you share because that really translates how so many star seats and light workers have been feeling for generations. And so I remember, I have to think about today, I would say, hey, the world, guess what? I'm an Octorian hybrid. So I'm an Octorian being in a hybrid form with some human aspect of myself so I can talk with you. And today people will go, wow, I love that. I connect to you. I want to speak with you. Can you come on my podcast? Well, 10, 15 years, even 20 years ago was, oh, I don't like your energy. I'm not familiar with you. You look weird. You sound bizarre. You're not quite fit. You look kind of, I don't know, strange. And I, I'm going to reject you. So I went from complete rejection. Stay away from me. I'm, I, you're weird. You're bizarre. You look all of this to, oh my goodness, you're an inspiration to me. So you have to look at, I went through the spectrum of opposition to, to where we are today. And that shows how much human consciousness and on the planet, things have changed and elevated. So it's been very difficult for me because I'm very sensitive. I'm very empathic. So being empathic and I'm very connected to life. Um, as an Octarians, we protect life. We're great protectors. We honor life expression as an aspect, a spark of prime creator. So feeling life, feeling so confused, feeling the earth, 
killing people, the animals crying, plus the fact that at some point I had I had no friends, I had no one to talk to, because no one were able to relate to me. They were not ready for this. So I was hiding, hiding myself a lot in terms of who I was, toning down myself to make it fit a little bit better, so that I can at least have someone to relate to and have some kind of conversation. But I would spend weekends, vacations just by myself, and I would take my own self out to dinner, movies, I will take myself out on a journey. And I have learned by doing this, what it has created is that it has created a space so I can better understand, appreciate who I am, connecting with my higher self, my octurant self, my intergalactic group were very present with me. So I would always have those higher etheric conversation, if you would. And it comes to the point where I discover my ability to talk to other planets like the earth, you can talk to another Gaia consciousness, or you can talk to Venus consciousness, you can talk to Pluto, you can talk to Saturn's. They are celestial being in the form of a planet. And I start to discover that the solar system is quantum, this quantum energy, quantum language. So it has really opening those doors for me. And it came to the point where I could even see people walking on the street what I realized is I was perceiving dimensional, parallel dimensional reality. And because of my abilities were increasing, our realities were crossing. So I would see people coming out of nowhere and coming back out of nowhere in the blink of an eye or within 10, 30 seconds. So, and then at that point where I see someone coming out of dimensional reality, they will be aware that I can see them and I'm aware I can see them too. So there was an exchange of consciousness. Sometimes they will smile. Sometimes they will just acknowledge or sometimes they will just go about their day. And I can tell you, describe to you what they look like. So I, that was like more than over 20, 25 years ago. So the practice has been going on for a long time. My team says, you're being modest is more than 25 years. I said, okay, I'll, I'll keep it 25 years then. <laughs> but it's been a long time ago. And the cultivation, the acceptance of it. So instead of falling into loneliness, separation, despair, which sometimes my heart would feel heavy, then I would coach myself and my group will coach me and says, in reality, you're simply preparing for the next phase of the evolution, your face of upgrades, and it's going to help you to what you've really come to do. And over time, as I settle in into that energy, of course, there's more people awakening. So I'm starting to attract new friends. People start to a little bit relate to me. They'll come and go. They'll come as much as they can, stay in my frequency, and they will leave, and then they will be coming new. And it came a time where 1997, it came that time where for me, everything shifted. My paradigm shifted in 1997, uh, which coincided with the Phoenix big UFO sighting they had, the Phoenix light, the big phenomenal. So again, there's no coincidence. So 1997 is where I discovered Arizona. And from there, my my journey, there was a fork in the row and my journey shifted. And I, I understood that I was being brought to the next level of my work 
And this time I was going to start to become a little bit more public. And so when I moved to Arizona, I established myself in the community here. I became very involved with the community, offering metaphysical classes, gathering meditations, you know, uplifting lectures, starting to introduce the frequencies of who I am, who I represent, uh, starting to bring in step-by-step the next level of evolution that we were feeling. And I saw myself blossoming in, in the making. And of course, lots of doubt. Sometimes I would thank my team. I mean, really, I'm this octurne hybrid. I'm supposed to be this big being of light. And yet I'm having a hard time making a friend. And my team go, big sight. You are more than you realize, dear. You'll see, keep going. Your path is growing. Take a deep breath. Instead of despair, bring light in your light in your heart. Breathe. And I will bring light. And then I will be okay. I get up again. I just continue. And now we're building up and more people in the community. And it came to a point that when I put together my very first event, Molly, I was new to Arizona. My very first event in a spiritual store, the room was packed. The room was packed. It was probably over 50 people in that room. It was packed. That's wonderful. And I always That's remember feeling when you put yourself out there for sure. <laughs> it was incredible. And I walked, I'll always remember that small than 10 years ago. I walked in the room and I looked and I'm like, oh my God, you all came for me. And that was the breaking point. And then from there, it just continued. And I love it. And I stayed community. I was not online. I didn't want to be online. I didn't want to be I no website, no social media. It was like, whoa, this is scary. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're going to throw stone at me like, like back in Jesus time. Like, no, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> you know, that feeling. Furnace of the stake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. For those who remember that, right. With your gift. <laughs> And it took me a long time. I remember I felt like a cat in the floor with the, the you know, with the clock, you know, website, no. <laughs> and then I met someone who said, it will be fun. Let me design a website for you and see, you're going to like it. It took months to develop. It was a very basic one, but graphics and we put our hearts to it. Mm -hmm. And this is how I started it. But today I work with people from all over the world. I'm even going to travel this year in different countries doing activation, ley lines, healing. Uh, we're going back to Africa to do some healing in Africa. We're going to different places. And I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And thank you for sharing the the moments of of loneliness that can accompany the path of those who have callings and, and who have come from other places or maybe returned as bodhisattvas or whatever like when we feel like well we love humanity and we wanted to come here and we love the earth but then we've got all this human stuff that's not working out i think there's a really key piece that we can share here that if you're looking around for either the wise person in the room or someone to relate to it's it's likely that your energy is what is being called to lead and when you discover yourself as the wise one or the one that has brought some kind of healing energy to the space. Um, I think there's there that switch you talked about. I mean, for me, that's what flipped it that stop looking for someone else to relate to and just be who you are. And, and I think, you know, struggling with codependence on my human side and struggling with identity stuff on the spiritual side of like, who am I really? And why am I here? It was like, just be present. And, uh, you know, just in the, in the, 
uh, immortal wor words of Eckhart Tolle, you know, just be here, be who you are, honor yourself, uh, and honor the power of now and, um, and make sure that you are being that frequency that you are looking for. And that's when you start attracting at least at least people that you can serve, which then becomes a way to connect and ground on the planet. But you also start to meet those friends and those connections that make life sweet. So I think that's a beautiful example of that as well. So I, yes. mm -hmm. no, go ahead. No, I was just simply observing. And I agree with you. And also it's a time of synchronicity. One thing I've been, I've learned over time is that every soul is here on its own synchronicity, which has nothing to do with divine synchronicity. My team always says, even when you feel desperate and sometimes heavy heart, you feel a sadness, you feel it's overwhelming. Take a deep breath, knows that everything continues to shift and evolve. Stay on your path. That's what he would tell me all the time. Even in the darkest time I went through, you know, divorce, separation, I had a, a very difficult car accident um, several years ago that nearly took me out and it took me a long time to recover he always says have faith stay on your path you will see mm -hmm. but the key of all is you have to give yourself permission to be who you are mm -hmm. i accept who i am through my i am presence this is elevation of your higher self speaking to you to that sparkle that is in this body and we identify with this lower identity. Look at my name, Vivian Chauvet. This is my earthly identity. Mm -hmm. My Octurian group, they never call me by that name. Mm -hmm. They just know this is where people refer me to as. It has become a vibration. That's, That's right. why I kept that name. I never changed it for the blue stars of Octurus. No, my name is Vivian Chauvet. Yeah, yeah right. I think that's important. Yeah. And there's a important piece and, and it's, you know, not for everyone, like you said, everyone has their own synchronicity. So some people may feel called to reveal that a little bit more. And, and I'm a bit undercover about my own kind of interstellar identity, but it's like, it's very much there and a part of who I am. And the, when, when I teach the people that I help is that, you know, you have that and that's who you really are. And you make sure that that part is the part that's quote unquote leading or in charge. <laughs> and then the human part is kind of being being led by that instead of the other way around. When we get into our egos, which is the human part of us, that's when we can get lost, we can get confused, we get stuck in the drama or attached to the sadness. And, and we forget that we're ever evolving, growing beings. And that eternal part of us is the, the only part that's that's truly real. So I think, but but while we're here in this 3D reality, you're absolutely right. These names that we have, these bodies that we have, they need to be honored and taken care of. And they're they're not um, they're not worthless at all. They're they're valuable and, and beautiful because it is it is the vessel that we came to be in. So that's a really good point as well. Definitely. Yeah, beautifully said, Molly. All of this is to inspire everyone to really love all aspects of you. Because the more you love all aspects of you. It allows you to really set yourself free. It's called energetic freedom to higher expression. So if you change, if you feel the calling of changing your name because your, your expression is shifting, then follow the guidance of your heart. Just allow yourself to be the complete expression. Can you imagine living every day in your complete expression? Everywhere I go, whether I'm in the airport buying a 
a bar of chocolate or a hot chocolate at a place, or I go to the grocery with the children. I am Vivian Chauvetti, Octarine Hybrid. It doesn't change. I'm <laughs> still right. who I am. That's Somebody, right. you know, and I've seen people coming out of nowhere. Are you Vivian? Yes. I've seen you on YouTube. I've seen you at this conference. I remember you there. You can be in the middle of a store. And I'm so honored. Like, thank you. But what it does, it creates a point of connection. So, and even though I go to a place where nobody knows me consciously, we still know each other. We just have no memory of it. So let's our energy, our unique signature frequencies speak with each other. Let our heart reconnect. And we can smile to each other. I remember sometimes people come to me, would you buy me a a box of Kleenex? Yes, I will do that for you. I'm happy to do it. It's not the box itself, it's the exchange. It's what I do is the box become a box of light and energy. It says, remember who you are, here to gift. Nice. I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. And and so with all the success that you've had in following your calling and going through what you've been through, um, all of us on this path, and we always like to turn the conversation towards this on the Empowered Wisdom Show because it's important to, to have the real talk. So, so even with, with where you are now, helping people all over the world, you mentioned that you still struggle with having faith in, in your abilities or having com- complete faith that you're, you're on, on track. So can you share with us how that shows up for you more recently? And, and perhaps I can help with my guides to, to send you off with some inspiration today. Oh, that's beautiful, Molly. Absolutely. I accept the gifts. I accept when you accept, you open yourself and you know, being humble is the true presence of the heart. In spite of all the years of practicing and expanding and work, you know, once in a while, when a client comes to me, says, well, your healing session gave me a, a headache. Why didn't work for me? Mm. It, it hurts. And then I'm going to sit back. And I remember recently, sometimes sitting in my healing office and tell my team, sometimes I feel no matter how much I give, it's not coming through or it seems to, I still feel the rejection or I still feel doubt. And, you know, I can feel that part of myself retracting. And then the team came in, they said, you help more than you realize. It's not about the tangible result and sometimes people get hung to it because that's a mental expectation it's a program of the mind but have faith trust and delight in everything that you give every day so generously out of how your heart and your being make a difference even though you may not see it tangibly and so you know sometimes i have to remind myself hey i'm i'm here too in physical form and i have a heart too and i can feel emotion i can feel you know, sometimes people can have harsh words and it hurts. Mm-hmm. It does. Absolutely. And it makes you yeah. doubt. Like going, am I feeling, I feel like I'm outdated because there's so much going on out there. The next technology and the next big healing techniques. And, you know, I feel sometimes I told my team, I said, what do I have to offer at this point? And they shake their head and they said, <laughs> let's take you, let's bring you on a journey. Let's bring you back into seeing the magnificence of your being. And then let's see if you're going to doubt yourself again. And it's true for everyone, whether you have an intergalactic group to talk to or your higher self, your divinity within you. Yes, you're more than enough. Yes, you are more than qualified 
And it's because of who you are. Your presence is the testimonial of it. So I have to remind myself of this too. Even when I came back from Maui, a fantastic week of retreat. People were amazing. I am so grateful for the response I have received. But I sit back and I'm like, but it's just me. How can I do all of this? They said, you're listening to the me that you got used to being on this planet. Remember, there's more to you. That's right. And then I write and I take a deep breath and says, okay, I'm going to go back to my heart. I'm going to see what do I really want to accomplish more moving forward. And I have a vision in my heart. I have a vision. I have a very clear vision. And sometimes you may not have a clear vision. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Trust. Let it be. Ask and you will be given to you. will be revealed to you. But always remember, guidance is given to you. Or what part of you is listening the most right now? If you doubt and you have grief, fear, and sadness, well, your guide will talk to you when you won't be able to listen. So clear your heart and says, okay, yes. reset. I trust myself again. I know that I'm unique and there's value. Awesome. Right. Yeah. And and before, and so I did pull some cards from you. I want to share. And I just want to add to what you just said that it's, I, you know, when doing mediumship, I get that a lot as well, that people wonder, you know, why isn't my loved one coming through or why can't I hear my guides? And, and a lot of times if spirit touches your shoulder, like I want to talk to you and it triggers that grief and that sense of loss, they, they will stay away. They don't want to hurt you. So it is, and that's a really great point to get into that heart space and get into the all is well space um, because when we're in that space and or the middle road um, what buddhists would call the middle road of just this allowing and this witnessing of life we're much uh, it's much easier to connect with that that higher self and this higher guidance so thank you for that and uh and i i pulled a few cards for for that particular issue so we'll read them for you vivian but also i want anybody in the audience to be listening as well because i feel like this is a message for everybody um, when we get in those moments of self-doubt, um, especially when opportunity comes in, um, you may be tempted sometimes to put too much into things that actually aren't giving back to you. And so whether that is um, giving away too much of your time or resources and not receiving the, uh, the gratitude in, ter- in turn or, or payment or anything like that, any energy exchange, um, I would say be, um, be aware of that um, because you're definitely moving into a time of transformation and admitting what it is you really want. And you just said it, uh, you know, get this vision of what you really want, um, but I'm seeing that in the cards as well. And this is a result of getting really grounded in the recent past and recognizing who you are and why you're different from other practitioners. And so that, you know, when you talk about all the new technologies, and I certainly know that too, because I've been kind of rambling along this path since the 96, uh, when I started to kind of awaken to, to my gifts and then seeing all the new things, it's like, well, I, I, I don't, I'm not supposed to learn all these new things. I'm supposed to shine what I came to shine, which is something I've been doing for a long time. So I feel the more that you find that truth, I do see a book, if you don't already have a book or something like that, or broader speaking engagements. Um, and, and knowing that the biggest obstacle here is, is the inner child that fears rejection. Does that resonate with you? Well, if I have to take baseball as an analogy, I would say this is a home run. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear that because, yeah, it's just really about watching watching this negative self-talk that does come up and, and just acknowledging, okay, that's because my 
human child self is is feeling that rejection from this 3d space but it doesn't mean that that's what's true and um, the more you envision yourself as the spiritual mentor that you are and that you're coming into that even more and more as you age and that's a beautiful journey that sometimes you will fall out of visibility and then come back in or it's going to be very like I'm like doing the Star Wars spaceship like you go under this little thing and you go in that tunnel and you're helping all the people in there so it might not be where everybody notices it like in, you're in the spotlight as much as other healers or helpers, but it doesn't mean you're not still very successful in doing the work that you came to do does that make sense. Yes, yes, and that's very much the, you know, the up and down in terms of big bursts and then you feel like you know, like there's something, then I call it the next shiny, like, oh, next shiny. Yes. And like to, to realize that everything has a, a face, uh, like right now it's moving into different technology. People think, oh my God, this is going to be the next big thing is going to save me. It's going to heal everything I need to heal. And that's just the next phase of learning, evolution, mm -hmm. yeah. expansion, but we need to keep going. A new language and how to talk about it too. Yeah. I, I hear people talking about, you know, human design or there's like a new healing modality out and things like this. It's like that is one way that we can talk about it as humans, but it's not necessarily brand new or the only way. And I think every tool out there can be used like any any tool in the toolbox. But the key is, as you know, Vivian, is to tune into that truth within. So that's where all that healing ability is, is that ability to channel it in. And, and a lot of times, even with, I mean, Reiki is maybe the, the most popular, longest standing one around as far as healing methods. It focuses our mind on symbols that have lots of, you know, focus and um, after generation after generation. Um, we've put a lot of meaning and heart into these signs. So it's a great way to focus your mind, but that universal love energy is coming through either way, as long as you can get that mind to focus. Does that make sense? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I know you know this. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And our understanding that you carry the most power and form of energy there is that transcend way beyond any technology. And there's nothing new. It's just we... At this point where other awakening and the consciousness, people are rediscovering, even to doctors, holistic, natural, bad. And I honor all of it. Everything serves a purpose as yeah. a stepping stone, as long as people don't allow themselves to continue to rediscovering their own power and abilities, as opposed to give out their power and authority for a technology or for a modality or for a reading. And allow yourself to extract keys that allows you to rediscover. And this is more the focal point of what we do is helping you rediscover your inner universe to go, hey, you're the master. Hey, you carry all this energy, this ability, this encoding within you. That tool, it's, that's nice. Yeah. That's great. It's a tool. Practical. <laughs> but this is awesome. Yes. And so this is what we want you to invite you to be. And that's more the essence of it. <laughs> well, there you go. I think that that really sums up the way that you share it and what you come to teach is that kind of grounding people and, and reminding them of that true 
purpose of doing this work, any kind of spiritual development work, and we can get excited about the new modality or the new thing we're learning and wow, my gosh, maybe this is it and that's it. But I think uh, the longer we're on it, we start putting it together and go, okay, this always just leads us back home, leads us back home, leads us back home. And and there needs to be those of us out there that are teaching that because it's it's a reminder for anybody, you know, anybody practicing them, these modalities or teaching them that if we put our power into those other things, we we leak we leak energy and then we'll have to come back home to ourselves anyway so i think that's that's beautiful and whatever you're planning in terms of speaking your truth loud and clear writing a book whatever i i encourage you um that's going to feel really good and um yeah so i hope that was i hope that was inspiring and helpful for you beautifully inspiring indeed and um i know that it's going to continue to expand and i will you know it's it's giving me also inspiration to redirect energy in ways of what I really wish to create next that will serve more of a global level. And that's really my goal is to reach more on a global level. I mean, from one hemisphere of the world to the next and bring the planet, you know, as a community of light and even go beyond, um, you know, what's coming in. And so I can feel my, my group going like this on my shoulder. See, mm -hmm. see, we told you, we show you, and it keeps sending me, imagery to my third eyes so that's true for everyone deep breath have faith know that everything is always changing stay in your light and allow yourself the biggest discovery of the century which is you and then imagine together we can transcend this world in the blink of an eye if we choose to and that's the invitation I love it beautiful words to end the show with today so thanks so much for being here Vivian. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Molly. And where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yes, everything is on my website, which is infinitehealingfromthestars.com. We have an Ascension library with meditation series for free. We have our Healing Arts program, which is a three-month program. Wonderful catalyst of evolution, rediscovering who you are, changing. It's done as a group. It's absolutely amazing. We also have an online community with membership, teachings, Zoom calls together. We do global initiative work. So there's a lot. Everything is on the website. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. And guys, go check it out. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. I know we have. All right. And thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.